0: Welcome to the Italian Football Podcast with John Solano, Carlo Garganese and Nima Tuvali.
1: Hello everybody and welcome to another interview episode of the Italian Football Podcast, I'm Carlo Garganese. Today's episode is the first of the month, so as always this will be a free episode for everyone. If you want to sign up and gain access to all of our content, our, our weekly review show, our weekly interview with a, with a top figure from the world of Calcio, and much much more, head over to our Patreon page at patreon.com slash t-i-f-p and you can become a member for only 2.99 a month. So, on to today's interview, and we will be shining a light on women's football and the, the Cautio feminile Serie A. So I'm delighted to to welcome onto the show a star of the AC Milan women's team, Refilo Jane Fifi, as she is better known, is a, is, she's a wonderful midfielder. She's won over 100 caps for, for South Africa. She's, a, she's an absolute legend there. Fifi, thank you so much for joining us. How are you doing? How's life in Milan right now?
0: Um, firstly, thank you for having me on the, on the on the show, um, and I'm doing very well um, despite the circumstances that we face with the COVID and everything. Um, I would say everything is going according to is going according to plan at the moment.
2: Yeah, yeah, I can imagine. Well, I think there's only one place really for us to start, and that is the the the, the derby at the weekend, and you won you won four one fantastic result. Uh, your good friend uh, uh, valentina giachinci scored all four goals which is unbelievable uh, and, and you were you were involved in the first goal it was your shot that, that got saved and then ended up leading to the goal um so i mean w- you obviously must be delighted what what are your reactions to 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 that to that win and to that result
0: um it was a good win for the team um we you know it's never easy playing in the derby um the derby in milan is one of the most important derbies one has ever played in and coming into this derby after having lost the previous encounter the first leg of the Coppa Italia we knew that it wasn't going to be easy and when we started the game um um, inter-squad first so we had to regroup quickly stay focused and fight until the end and we got the results that we came there for
2: yeah absolutely and and Giacinti, obviously, she got all the headlines um, because she scored the four goals. Um, I mean, I know you're quite close with her. I mean, her scoring record for Milan is incredible. She's a fantastic player. I mean, just how special a player uh, is she, Giacinti?
0: Yes, um, having scored the the four goals in the derby, I think it's big um, for her and for the profile also. And also we look at how the goals came. It was a team effort and credit also needs to go to the team. And knowing Valentina, we know how important she is for the team, how she gives all her best for the for the for the team. You know, she goes out there, she has saved the team on a numerous occasions. So I would say she's one of the important players that we have in the team.
2: Yeah. The fourth was it, the fourth goal was an amazing team move, wasn't it? So many, so many passes. I mean, that was yeah, yeah. that was the you won't see a better goal than that, will you? Team team move
0: incredible yes it does a good build up you know the patience with the ball um not being in a in a rush and immediately when we got to the to the opponent's half we we took the tempo up and that's where all the combination plays came into place and we were lucky to 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 get such a beautiful goal it was a good team effort from the beginning
2: yeah it was beautiful um, OK, so just just rewinding back a little bit and looking specifically at your your move to Milan at the start, you, you became and when we get to the questions after, you'll see we've had so many, so many um, lovely messages from from proud South Africans about your about you know, everything you're doing. But, you know, you became the first South African to play in, in Italy when you moved to Milan in, in, in 2019. I mean, you said at the time it was a dream come true. I mean, you know, I guess it has been a, a real dream playing for, for Milan.
0: Yes, um, knowing Milan and knowing how big of a club it is with the rich history they have, um, it's almost every player's dream to come and play in Milan. You know, all the facilities that they have, the management and the players who've represented Milan. And when I got the opportunity to come to Milan, it was, it was a dream come true. And even now, I'm still living that dream. I haven't um, relaxed just because I'm here. Um, there's still so much to play for. Um, I have to represent the the team very well wherever I can and also represent my nation because I know so many play, um, people back at home are following the journey, you know. So um, I'm not only here for myself, but for everyone else.
2: Yeah, well said. And and you know obviously it's not been easy uh, as you said before living during this pandemic. But but what what do you love most about about living in Italy and uh, and the Italian culture you know in general?
0: Um, what I love most about living in Milan, I would say, is getting an opportunity to see all these places that I've never been to. Um, there's quite a number of places that um, I've only seen on the internet or on TV, um, like the Cathedral, you know, so many people talk about it and having to experience all that play in the San Siro Stadium and given that opportunity to experience that um, it's it's one of the things that will never take for granted and the culture in Milan, the food and the people out there. They are very nice and everything else has been going as expected in a way.
2: Yeah, that's that's great to hear. OK, so talking about, about South Africa, um, I mean, you grew up in South Africa uh, in the 90s during a time of, you know, real great like social and political change and the return of Mandela and his presidency and I mean, what was it? What was it like growing up during those times, especially for someone who, you know, had ambitions to become, you know, a footballer? And and how much as I know you've probably been asked this a lot, but how much of an inspiration was Mandela to, to you and and for your life and career?
0: Well, um, the late Nelson Rolihlahla Mandela played a huge role in the lives of South Africans and more of the black South Africans. Um, you know, of apartheid and how the the system was against black people, and having um, the likes of the late Nelson Mandela going to prison, sacrificing their lives for change, it says a lot, you know, and forgiving the oppressors, you know, it teaches you so much about the the human element that um, at the end, wherever you go, um, forgiveness plays a huge role and the love for other people also plays a huge role. So I would say that um he played a huge role in my in my life and in the lives of um black people in South Africa
2: yeah well said he actually when I was a kid still at school he actually I'm only only from a very small town in England Uh, he actually came to my town um, to to unveil a statue in my small town Um, when I was only about 14 years old and I I took the day off school especially to to uh, to to go and uh, skip school (laughs) especially to go to go and see him because I you know I was uh, such a big fan of him like studying him at school and everything and it was uh, it was amazing Yeah. yeah It's incredible, and you know,
0: um, every everywhere you go, like um, even with people who 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 don't know much about South Africa, but as as long as you say um Mandela, Nelson, they they immediately get so excited that um you you come from a place where um Mandela resided, you know. So it it's one of the big things that we proud of, um, we cherish and we'll always be grateful for.
2: Yeah, for sure, for sure, and and following on from that, I just. Just like to speak a, a bit about your foundation that you, because you, you founded a foundation in in South Africa to to help um youngsters, you know, fulfill their their potential in in sport or in life uh, in general. um Could you just tell us a little bit about that and you know why you founded it and and kind of the work that you do with it?
0: Well, um, the reason I decided to come up with the foundation is because of. When I looked at my journey and realized how important having the support to succeed is, um, I looked at my journey and I saw also a need for other young kids, you know, to get that support, whether it's academic support, um, the support about life skills, or the support about football, you know. Um, When I realized that how much that played a role in my life, I saw a need to also plow it back the upcoming generation to share my experiences and to try and bring the dream closer to them you know because um so many kids out there um it's like this dream that's far-fetched it's difficult to to get to but as long as you can bring those opportunities or expose the kids to those opportunities um so much difference can be made and we also emphasize that um the the change is not only for them if we teach them something it's for them also to go back into their communities to show and to, to to share the experience that they had so that it's a continuous cycle not only it will end with them but let it be a, a cycle where we always plow back into our communities.
2: Oh, that's great. And and Jachinti came with you didn't she to, to help to help you when is it Christmas not last christmas the Christmas before right In
0: 2019 that- yes she, she she was one of the special guests that we had for 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 the foundation event where we had life skills and football clinic you know so having Jashinti there also motivated the kids you know to for them to see someone who plays for ac milan someone who plays overseas to come all the way to share their experience and to teach them um, the little skills that they have it motivates them to to want to achieve something in life so that's one of the things that we try to do with the foundation we try to get um players who are doing so well or players who are overseas to come and share their experiences let the kids hear it from a different angle. you know so yeah. in that way we we expose them to different um scenarios and opportunities
2: yeah i'm sure you'll produce a, a new uh fifi or, or jachinti in the in the future <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I, okay um so we just got uh several questions from 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 some of our listeners um when, when we put out the promotion we had s- such an incredible response um, sure. it was overwhelming that i haven't even been i'm only been able to uh, to pick a only a, a small selection of them and um, first of all i should okay. say that there's a lot of messages from from your fellow south africans just saying how how proud they they are of you and an inspiration you are to them so i just read out just some of their names just to say thank you to them so I hope I pronounced it right. So we've got Marroke uh Ridwan Kader, Halasi Nim, who's actually a friend of mine, and Shepul. they all say, you know, thank you so much for, for everything that you're doing for, for, for everybody in South Africa. So yeah, you've got, you've got a lot of love there. <laughs> yeah,
0: thank you very much for, for the support and for all the time that they take to follow the journey of women's football, you know, it says it a lot and it's encouraging to to know that there are people who are watching and following what we do.
2: Yeah, it's good, great to hear. Um, great to see. Um, okay, so first question from Ivan Barone, he wants to know who were your football idols growing up and which team did you support? If you are um, allowed going to say. Up, uh,
0: <laughs> <laughs> Growing up um, I had quite a number of, of football players uh, I looked up to. Um, it's all all male, you know. So I would say from South Africa, I used to look up to the legend Lucas Hartebe, who used to be the captain of the national team and who played with Leeds United overseas. And I used to look up to Villagazi, we call him Benedict Villagazi, who was a small-sized structure, but played um, the best football ran the whole day, played midfield, and overseas, I would say, um, I looked up to Ronaldo from Brazil, you know, every time I played, um, and the people I looked up to, they all had um, different positions, you know, so for a defender, I would have Lucas Radebe, for a midfielder, I would have um, Vilagazi, and for an attacker, I would have Ronaldo from Brazil, so I used to follow them a lot and I would call myself that sometimes with their names when I oh. when I'm playing <laughs> even even today um my my one brother still calls me Ronaldo because he oh. knows how much he used to love
2: Ronaldo. Okay and Ronaldo played for Milan as well although only for yes, yes. a very small period of time because he, <laughs> he, got, he got a bad injury um okay um Kaya asks you have spoken before of your love for gospel music which gospel singers are your favorites?
0: Well, when it comes to gospel music, I, would, I wouldn't say I have a favorite um, singer or artist. I listen to gospel music, um, all, 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 all singers, depending also on the mood or on the type of message that I'm looking for at that moment. You know, with gospel music, there's music for, for, for all moods in a way. If you, you want prayer, if you want to praise, if you want to thank, you know the almighty so there's different artists for 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 different um moods so i wouldn't say i have um just a a a designated artist that i i I love it's it's, it's a a variety of artists that i follow
2: okay i got you i got you i mean mine i mean mine's probably Aretha franklin going back but i mean she's more (laughs) more uh commercialized you know yeah 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 yeah. i i love i love that music Uh, Okay, Sal Bono says, Italy is known for its food, but I think South Africa has the most underrated and some of the best cuisine on the planet. What dishes, South African dishes, do you miss that you cannot get in Italy?
0: Well, in South Africa, yes, um, we have um, quite interesting cuisines. And for me, I would say sem, um, we call it sem and mochodu, which is um, the intestines of whether a cow or a sheep. So it's 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 cooked in a traditional way where it's it's more like you have a, a kind of soup or gravy that you eat with the sample. So in Italy, I haven't found any of that, and it's one of the things that I always look forward to when I go back home. <laughs> when I know that I'll be going home, I always ask my mom to cook that for me yeah. because she cooks it best, and I I, I
2: love that dish. Yeah. Yeah, if they find someone in Milan to, to, to make it for you. futso um, yeah. Makan says, uh, what are your memories of the 2018 Africa Cup of Nations final loss and the journey of that tournament? I
0: mean, that journey was an, a historic tournament for, for, for the nation because it was a World Cup qualifying tournament and we, we managed to qualify for the 2019 FIFA Women's World Cup. And coming second to Nigeria in the final, it could have went anyhow. We we lost through so, yeah, in penalty kicks, and it's just unfortunate that uh, I was in there for the final because I had to go back to Australia. It was not in the FIFA calendar the tournament, so my 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 team in Australia gave me that period to say okay, the mandate is for. The national team to qualify for the World Cup. And once you've qualified, then you have to come back. So, with that negotiation between the association and the team in, in, in Australia, that's how it went. But I know the team did well in the final against Nigeria.
2: Yeah, it's a shame. It's a shame. Um, yeah. So, Danny Poole says Louise Quinn at Fiorentina has recently said how difficult it is uh, or it has been for her to settle in with the team due to the language barriers. How have Milan helped you helped you settle in as a as a foreign player?
0: Well, um, with Milan, we have quite a number of international players. Also, luckily, they speak English, and um, the staff members they they do try to speak English. So here and there, we we get along quite well. And with Milan, the club, they give us um, a course. They, we attend an Italian course. So it it helps a lot in learning the language. And also in the football field, it's easy to catch the the words and the meanings because it's more of a repetition kind of thing. So um, I wouldn't say it it was too much of a struggle to to gel into Italy or into Milan.
2: Yeah, Okay. Well, actually, we have a question on that because Lulama says, how good is your Italian now?
0: (laughs) I would say it's... um... Almost 50% good because I'm um, I, I I understand quite a lot of things. Um just uh when I have to respond back, I have to think before I speak. But sometimes I don't have to think if I just say it however it comes, but you'll still understand what I say. So I would say um it's about 50%, 60%. Yeah, yeah.
2: Okay, that's good. Um Peter Nicolaides, who's who is a South African, he says, from a South African who has lived in Europe, how much of an adjustment was the he says the brutal december and january european weather um as well as the difference in food between the two countries okay you've already spoken about the food already yeah the but
0: with the weather it's 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 totally different you know um i would say the winter here gets really really cold you know every morning when it's winter period i'm always surprised that How cold can this get, though? You know, I never get used to the cold weather. Try and live in England.
2: Try and live in England.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I heard also in England it gets so crazy. So even with the summer, it it gets extremely hot. So when it comes to the weather, it's one of the biggest adjustments that I had to make.
2: Yeah, I can imagine. Um, Penultimate question from Yamli Mubisa, I hope I pronounced that right. Um, Other than the food and the weather, what else do you miss about South Africa?
0: Other than the food and the weather, I miss my family a lot. Um, I'm family orientated. Um, I spend a lot of time with my family. So it's one of the things if I would say I miss about South Africa, it's, it's family. And also the other thing is speaking my language, you know. We um, can never run away um, from that. We speak. I think we have about eleven official languages. So oh, wow. it's it's one of the things that I get to miss. You know, sometimes even here in the in the in the team, I would forget that I'm not at home. So I mm-hmm. I would say some South African words, and then I have to remember that my my teammates won't understand what I'm saying. But I'm <laughs> trying to teach them one of the languages, which is isiZulu. They are quite catching it here and there
2: yeah yeah gosh 11 languages that's uh, that's incredible yeah um do so you speak all of those 11 languages can you speak all of them how many of them can you speak
0: i can fluently speak about six of them oh. and then the rest i can understand
2: that's amazing okay for yeah. final final question um from jonathan Besford and sunit they both asked pretty much the same question so i put them together they would say they say what would you like to see improved in the women's game in order to attract more media coverage, more sponsorship and more fans? What can be done to make make that better?
0: I think um, if women's football would be made professional in a way that um, women footballers don't have to work two jobs to fend for themselves, you know, as the same sponsorships that guys get, the women could equally get because um, I think we're good enough for that, you know, and with the support, um, it starts with uh, professionalizing the sport and getting salaries that you can sustain you in a way. You can have, we can play football as a career and not have to worry that um, I have to go look for a job somewhere else where I need to balance the the the, the standard of living in a way. Mm,
2: yeah, so mainly mainly down to funding. And um, just to follow up on that from myself. Um, what does italian women's football uh, and the best teams in in italy like milan obviously juventus obviously very strong as well what do they need to do in order to to move up another level in europe and to challenge like in the champions league some of the best english teams is it is it money as well obviously funding
0: yes i think with money also you you can also attract um, the best players from from all over the world you can attract the media you know because the media tends to follow the players wherever they go so i would say money plays an important role in 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 improving the standard of of the game for women Mm.
2: okay great Um, so just before we finish um we always play a quick game with with all our guests Uh, basically what i'll do is i'll run through a a list quickly run through a list of questions and i'll give you two options for each question and you just tell me which of the two you prefer You, you don't need to give an explanation just one or the other um, so I'll start. I'll start off with the, the eternal question in football, and that is: uh, Are you Team Ronaldo or Team Messi? Team Messi. Team Messi. Okay. Um, and the new the new kids on the block: Erling Haaland or or Kylian Mbappe?
0: I'd go with Mbappe.
2: Mbappe. Okay. Pizza or pasta?
0: In Italy, pasta. In South Africa, pizza.
2: <laughs> okay okay <laughs> they don't cook it very good in, in, in south africa or the pizza's good
0: <laughs> <laughs> in south africa is the best
2: <laughs> okay great uh, sunrise or sunset 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 okay and finally um zlatan ibrahimovic and valentina jacinti both of them have 17 goals this season for, for their teams so who's going to finish the season with more goals
0: Valentina <laughs> <laughs> Chashindi.
2: Good answer. You had to say that <laughs> Okay, well, you well that. thank you so much for, for coming onto the show and being being so generous with your time. Um, you know, it's a real pleasure chatting to you. Um and yeah, um, before you go, is there anything else you would like to promote?
0: No, um just um just want to thank you for having me on the show and for profiling women's football um, we could go quite a long way with having people like you um, profiling the game especially women's football I think um, the more media we have the more chance we stand of attracting sponsorship um, attracting all the things that we want in women's football so thank you for for, for your time and for the profile.
2: Oh, thank you no the pleasure it was all ours and I, yeah we'll definitely one one time we'll have you or, or one of your teammates on uh, in the future for sure. So thank thank you, and we wish you wish you and your family best of health, and and your your uh, and Milan the best of luck for the rest of the season. Thank, thank you. you
0: very much. Um, take care.